0: Welcome to this week's episode of Unreal Marketing. How are we doing today, Simon?
1: Yeah, not bad, thank you. Um, Not bad. I'm um, sort of looking forward to discussing a few very ancient topics.
0: A a Jurassic topic, perhaps.
1: (laughs) Don't give too much away. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, Yeah, all that is, you've given it away now. What is it? (laughs) Jurassic Park. Today,
0: we will be talking about Jurassic Park. Um, A brief has been submitted that takes place in Jurassic Park. I can't wait to read it out, but um, how about we give a small intro and then um, dive into talking about the world. Ladies and gentlemen, hobbits and droids, welcome to the Unreal Marketing Podcast, where we solve unreal business and marketing challenges in a very real way. Now saddle up and prick up your ears for your hosts, Damien War and Simon Hawke. been a while since I've seen the actual, the last ones.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Jurassic Park, like from a marketing point of view, I mean, what have they done? They created this brand new, yeah, unique, very unique product. No one else had.
0: Yeah. Monopoly on the market. Absolute immediately.
1: Monopoly. They had um, the easiest thing to market of all time. Um, and I mean, they obviously had a few PR issues yeah as they went on yeah <laughs> the concept just a is so- few, i the, think the concept is solid <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the the idea was certainly attention grabbing and and they would have immediately had no problems in in attracting people with the novelty of what they're offering yeah um but yeah they they yeah they didn't manage they haven't managed it all that well have they and and the negative stories that have come out certainly would have caused them some some headaches for their marketing department.
0: I wonder if the initial tickets to Jurassic Park like covered the cost of getting there as well, because it's on the island in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah, you know, that's right. So well, does I it, think... it pay for the, the the boat, the boat, you know, and and the plane and? Well, it everything?
1: seems like, like I forgot which film, like a few in where it's packed. You know, yeah, it families. is packed.
0: It's it's crazy. So it must be pretty. Low price point or a medium price point can't yeah. be too VIP,
1: but you would have thought that, um, you know, that it's all like it's a world, isn't it? They, they're, they're creating, um, you know, there, there must have been hotels nearby, and you know, there'd be travel packages, and there'll be the whole marketing setup behind that that would have, yeah, into it. I didn't think about that,
0: yeah, because because they're not gonna like surely there's a package that they offer, which is a multiple day tour, yeah, rather than just go out to the to the island and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they don't
1: delve too much into it in the films, do they? The, the marketing packages. Um, but I think we're going to a little bit today. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so essentially, uh, see if we can, can help. And we'll dive into the roof in a second. The, the guys at Jurassic Park, they've been in touch, haven't they? And they've got, they've got something that they'd like a little bit of help from Unreal Marketing.
0: Excellent. I will read out the brief. Okay. The world's most famous wildlife resort, Jurassic Park, is reeling from some recent PR disasters. Okay. With the core proposition as the only dinosaur park in the world remaining strong, the fact that guests keep getting eaten is having a negative impact on ticket sales.
1: Mm-hmm. That would do it.
0: This has led to some financial challenges. With less guests, some of the less traditional sections of the park, the herbivores that can't compete with the T-Rex, are attracting very small numbers and the finance department is questioning whether they should be shut down completely the product department is totally against this and unreal marketing has therefore been engaged to help them find ways to attract more people to the brontosaurus and the diplodocus sections of the park
1: okay so the money men again they're getting involved they want to shut down the bits of the park that aren't making more money um, you know the traditional, the T-Rex areas are still attracting lots of people like that. Makes that as far as I read that, and so we want to try and help them. They've engaged us at Unreal Marketing to help them to make the other parts of the park busier, attract people there to come along. All right.
0: Definitely. I mean, when I was watching the originals, and I think I was I was quite young when I was doing this, I I found the T-Rex and the and the um, what are those the Raptors. I didn't find them as as like pleasing as the brontosauruses and the massive herbivores. Definitely I was like
1: more relaxing. Yeah, the herbivores, Like <laughs> I was just so
0: like, wow, this is crazy. You know that scene with the um, with Sam Neill and he's patting, I think, the dying Triceratops. Yeah, that was, and that was all animatronic, by the way. Yeah, that no, was, I that, remember that. Yeah, that, that was amazing amazing no, stuff no,
1: i agree i really i think we should be able to do this because there's a lot of things to to work for i think in this in this world that we've we've been described in the in the trailer there um obviously there's there's been a massive decrease in the number of people are going yeah right? and so um you know what can we do what can we do therefore that would would i suppose identify a different part of the park and get people going to that somewhere they're not currently going.
0: I mean, surely it can't be that hard. This these creatures have not been alive for sixty five million years. Yes. So, um, hey, guy, like, take a moment, take a breath, and admire the.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> admire the dinosaurs. I think that's right. And so, what we can, what we should do here, and what we're going to do is, is dive into this and talk about some core cool concepts again within the marketing mix that we think are really useful. For you small business owners, entrepreneurs out there to use in your marketing.
0: All right, great. So I think clearly here the pain point is not attracting people. I think what we should institute is choice architecture.
1: Okay, so that is our concept today. Choice architecture. Really, really interesting one for sure.
0: All right, so the first topic for discussion, I think what comes to mind is definitely we should look at the physical positioning of the attraction.
1: Yeah, Right, yes. Yeah, so so that's uh, let's touch on what that's all about. So when you are, choice architecture essentially is all about how you present the choices of your product or service to your customer. So that is when you get down to the crux of it, when they're looking at what they can buy, what kind of they can get from you, how does it look to them? And one of those of the most obvious points is the physical position. You know, so this will be different for different types of products, obviously. But for example you would never put baby food in next to rat poison. Now, even though the the, the cans and, and the, the containers of both are totally sealed and there's no chance whatsoever that the, uh, the products are going to mix on an actual logistical, logical way, that is going to definitely have a negative on who's going to buy that baby food. You're just not going to get it because the, the fact what it's positioned next to influences how people perceive the product itself so um i think in this case uh we we, we might suggest i mean i think we're talking about where they position and how they position the park rights that might be the way they go about this so make it easy for people to get to the right places yeah yeah
0: i think um yeah there's a big thing in physical positioning like i remember you were talking to me earlier about you know um supermarkets hiring the decision expedition to advise them on choice architecture so a statistic that you mentioned to me was um uh, people going into a supermarket will often turn right is that was yeah. that one
1: yeah that's right that, that's but most people the more people are right-handed than left-handed and that's translate that you actually are more likely to turn right when you move go into a shop so that's, yeah that's, that's insane
0: a, that is so yeah That's insane. Really cool. Yeah.
1: So that's a little bit about where you, where you, it's it's more. So when you're considering where someone comes in, you, you look at the, what do you want them to see first off and you will try and put that things to the right. But another part of that is what, what would be around, you know, so we, we, we know that people are going in this case to watch a a couple of the different exhibitions. Yeah. Or. uh, So we
0: need to increase foot traffic to the herbivore section. So uh, what can we.
1: What can we put next to the herbivore section that will make that look more appealing? Yeah. So in this case, you know, I think, I think one of the big things is with around the herbivore stuff, you know, the most obvious one is it's a little bit safer, a bit more relaxed, a bit mm-hmm. more, let's say, family-friendly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can take your toddler and your kids and it's just nice. And so why don't we create a bit more of a kid's world around that area? Kids, yeah, kids I, think, um,
0: I think in the second last um, Jurassic World movie, uh, there was sort of a, sh- a shot of this moment where, uh, small kids who sort are of riding baby triceratops, um, mm. just around like a small um, what was supposed to be a sort of a donkey pen, or you know, you yes. know what I mean, like a, a cute kids ride. So I definitely think there's value in this. Um, yeah, so maybe we put ice cream next to the herbivore, like an ice cream station next to the herbivore yeah. attraction that yeah, we're driving that traffic em- to.
1: That structure that physical environment right around it, so that so it's set up for a nice, comfortable. The whole thing is nice for families. Yeah, um, everything that means, yeah, for ice creams, places
0: yeah. to relax for the adults,
1: places to there's some food there. There's places to you know, there's the facilities available there are good. So, so yeah, so that's about yeah the physical physical nature of what's there would be point one that we would suggest to, to, to dress park.
0: Yeah, and I think that leads us neatly into the mapping choices that we'll suggest.
1: Yeah, point two mapping choices, right? So. Again, so th- this a little bit is the world of framing um, where, where you know people will, will, really, will not reframe things if you tell them something and they'll just take it on face value what you tell them. So, so you want to be guiding people through your collateral and through everything that, that is, whether that's maps and whether it's digital, whether it's people telling them face to face. You want to be pushing people in the direction that you want them to go yeah so so having made this decision that we want to make um, more of that particular area we need to make sure our collateral reflects that mm. and whether that can be so firstly that'll be in physically how you might be how you point them to it but it's also how you describe it yeah right? definitely. so that's 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 reframe it as our most valuable area for example yeah you know, this is it's talking about it in a way that's making people if we say it's the most valuable area yeah. People are going to take that on Facebook and go, oh, really, is it? Oh, we want to go there then?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So insert maybe a message in the, into the map that they're given at the entrance of Jurassic Park. Um, this is the best place to go for kids.
1: Yeah. Tell them, tell them that and they'll believe you. And that's, that's the, that message can go across so many parts of any business marketing. You know, If you, you tell them what you want them to know and what you want them to think, and that is a massive step in getting them to think that. But you need to tell them that you need to know what you want them to think. You need to know what you want to tell them, and then you've got to tell them.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Like for any, literally any, any sort of industry I can think of at this moment. Hmm. If you, if you, if I go into a shoe store and they say these are our most effective runners, done, done. Who am I to say that? Oh, uh, no, they're not.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you're just. You're almost looking. Everyone's almost looking for an advice from someone who is they would consider compared to them an expert or in the know, you know, and you would absolutely, you first position yourself as that expert, you know, you're telling people that you know more about it than them and you've got, you're going to have the proof points to show that of course, but, but just telling them straight away, that's point one, you know, and as if you, if you, if you do that, people will believe you. Um, so yeah, that is our first site when that is our top point two there. Understand the concept that if you want, if you've got a choice you want people to do, map the choice out and point people in that direction with every piece of collateral you have.
0: Nice. Um, Our third point that we'll be recommending to the product department at Jurassic Park will be decoy items and including them in their marketing. And this is something I deal with um, pretty much on a weekly basis with all of my clients. Um, Do you want to dive into? yeah what this means
1: yeah this is a really really good one um and you know you can you should you everyone should be using something along these lines and i think so what it, firstly what is it um essentially that it, it is you have something that you want to sell and you know what you want to sell but if you just present that on its own That is not the optimum way to present that to make it most likely that they will buy from you. So what you can do is create deco items and the best way to do that is have a choice of three. You put a choice of three in front of your customer. You have your item in the middle that you're trying to sell at the price you're trying to sell them. But above that, you have a package which is more expensive. But it has to be way too expensive and include things that are too luxury and are too valuable, so that they look at that and they go, "It looks very good, but it's just out my price range." So they're pushed, and they suddenly look. Make straight away, your product looks better value. Looks kind of like the kind of thing they want. Then uh, below that, you've got the smaller product, which is cheaper,
0: or to the left of it.
1: Yeah, well, as in below in price, right? Ah, oh, right. Yes. Yeah. So in terms of uh, cheaper, cheaper option, you've got where it it includes. So obviously that's going to be a trick you'd say, well, that's quite attractive. It's 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 costless. But what you need to make sure there is it's the value proposition is not what they're going to want. So that the so they're gonna go, well, it's nice and cheap, but it just doesn't give me enough value to, for what I want. So you've got the lower one that doesn't give enough value, and you've got the higher one that's too expensive, even though it has loads of value. And where that goes, it almost you've got two um roadmaps pointing them to the best option which is the one you always wanted them to buy which is the one slap bang in the middle
0: and just to be clear we're not advising people to you know make up you know other things that they don't that they don't offer you know what I mean like if if you want someone to you know buy um, the product that you want them to buy don't start making up different stuff that you just don't offer because what will happen if they say actually yeah I want to buy the high valued one hmm. and then you're you're going to have to provide them with the the product that you initially wanted to offer them, but also all of this other stuff that you're not prepared for. And most often the case will be is you'll be happy with the amount of money, but then you'll exceed the amount of work um, That's right. trying to please them because they're paid so much money. So make sure you're not just adding stuff of little value or adding stuff of value that you don't offer. Just try and find a balance of, of where your positioning is really at.
1: Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's all about the... the at this point you know it's about finding a way of going making whatever's in the packages it's just a concept of making the middle one look the most attractive you know and 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 it's just that those deco items above and below i mean often people just have one deco item they've done you know where it's just a bit more expensive and so your one looks a bit cheaper that's another one but but the but the optimum i find is having the three
0: okay so let's dive into jurassic park what packages do you think we can uh we can include as decoy items
1: well i think yeah why don't we use this this exact one i mean i think we. we so we're we, we're wanting to appeal to i think families right definitely so so we we could at the upper echelons we could i mean it could be things like vip passes and um you know sort of it might be it might be great, and it's all access all era access to the park, but including VIP access to various things and behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can mean we can bump up our price. Yep. And maybe so to the like,
0: labs, the science labs.
1: Yep. But it's not quite right for kids, is it? No. So and we have the uh, test tubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this is, and we should say that this is we're trying to, this is a package we're trying to create for, for families, right? So so the top end there, it's too expensive, and not quite right for kids. On the bottom level. Um,
0: we just have include basic package kids rides. Well, I think um,
1: maybe we don't. I'm just trying to think. If we put kids rides, that might appeal to some. I'm thinking it's almost like you don't. We want the middle one to have all the kids stuff, so that so that they go, you know, th- so that that's the perfect family package. Yeah. So in in that you're going like yeah, this is where you can take your kids along, kids ride free um there's places for the mums and dads to go and sit down etc 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 then on the bottom one maybe you can go but the kids don't ride free yeah true so so they're like oh that's that would be good to go there but the kids don't ride free it doesn't have enough value for me i'm going to pump in because my kids can just go on this ride a thousand times
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and then we can even think about including food yeah, in, in in the packages.
1: Yes, absolutely, and we could, and and then we should, and then to our second point about mapping the choices, we should name that like the parent super package.
0: Yeah, yeah something like that that definitely. really
1: says this is the key. This is the best one. So for the parents. first,
0: the most highest one could be, you know, uh, deluxe. Second one, or oh, the lowest one could be, um, basic. Yeah, you know, basic, and then the middle one which we're pushing could be
1: yeah the super parent package
0: super parent package yeah
1: something like that so so it's very clear that like we super the peepee best one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah there you go there's our that's uh, that's deco items and our three tips for you well why don't we um why don't we recap them then
0: key insights okay insight number one think about physical position of your products The importance of where you physically position your product and what it is positioned next to is hugely important and how it can affect that product that it is perceived as, what the product is perceived as.
1: Yep, and then map your choices. If you are proactive and think about how you're mapping the choices available to your customer, you can lead them to make the choice you want.
0: Decoy items are really powerful, are a powerful way of framing the particular offer you want to sell in the best possible light Again, leading them to make the choice that you want. You need to realize how you present something. How you present something can drastically affect the choices that your customer makes.
1: And there you go. So three other tips. Again, small business owners, entrepreneurs out there, marketers, really feel those are such you know tips that really work. And I think that's what we'd, we keep trying to nail in this podcast. We're just trying to give you tips that in the real life they really work based on real facts about the, how the brain works. And yeah. um, and we're going to be, um, we really appreciate you joining us. Again, if you've got any other ideas for the next podcast or other worlds, you'd like us to address some fun marketing challenges like we did today to address apart, part, then please send through to our email address. At
0: um, unrealmarketing.com. At at
1: yep, cool.
0: And that's it for this week. Perfect. Um, yeah, we've been Unreal Marketing, mixing movies and marketing.
1: That's right. It's been great. Nice to chat, Damien. See you next week. See everyone.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Romulus Dynamics and The Decision Expedition.